0: Amen. Uh, Let's open our Bibles, please, to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. We are short on time, so how's it go? Uh, Take your time and hurry up. All right, Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to begin reading in verse 7. And we'll read responsibly through verse 12. Galatians 5, verses uh, 7 through 12. Shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word? Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment whosoever he be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. I would they were even cut off which trouble you. So I'm going to read verse 11 again. It says, And I, brethren, If I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. And uh, this evening, just want to talk to you just a short bit uh, about intolerance. Intolerance. And I hope you listen. Uh, It's very important. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you'd speak to our hearts. We yield your spirit. Help us to understand the last of the last days, we live in perilous times, extreme intolerance. We pray that we know what this means in spiritual warfare, in sound doctrine, in Jesus Christ versus the Antichrist. We pray that you'd help us, help us with our train of thought, and help us to listen and study. And we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Intolerance. I'm sure you've noticed in your life, and you could immediately point out certain topics, people, places, that are polarizing. When you get a point There's some things that just cause, some people are gonna go that way, some people are gonna go that way. Immediately, there's gonna be some on this side, some on that side, very polarized. So what is it that's so controversial? Excuse me, a belief, political affiliation, a historical event, something cultural, Something deep, deep rooted in the in the human soul. Many things are polarizing. You can just bring it up, and they'll say, "Let's fight." Uh, they'll become violent. Very polarizing. The most polarizing of all is Jesus Christ, That's right. That's right. the Lord Jesus Christ, and the cross on which He died, and His demand that if you will follow him, you must take up your own cross. Very, very polarizing. This has become a very politically correct term. I get accused of it often. Uh, Internationally, I won't tell you the detail, but that I am intolerant. You might have been told that. You are intolerant. Or, you might have been told, you need to be more tolerant. Or, you might have been told, we will not tolerate intolerance. It's, it's in society, it's in the school systems, it's in secular places, very political. It's in the media, it's in the sporting world, very, very, uh, it's, it's just everywhere. There's a spirit that has pervaded and saturated the last of the last days and so what they say is you have to tolerate everything anything goes anything transsexual uh, buy this buy that uh, all this stuff going on be tolerant but then if you don't do what they say they are intolerant of you They only want to tolerate what they want to tolerate. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is intolerant. He's the truth. He's the way. So Jesus is the truth, the way. Also, the King James Bible, the eternal word of God is the final authority and it's intolerant. I mean, it's either this is it, you're in or out, get right or get left. The choice is yours. So if you accept the way, the truth and the life, the Lord Jesus Christ, and you believe the eternal word of God, the, the old King James Bible, then you will suffer intolerance. There's nothing new under the sun. This was written approximately 2,000 years ago. Paul said, if I would preach religion, I wouldn't suffer persecution. But if I preach the cross, I will be intolerant. No, they are intolerant of me. And persecution is the result so just by way of introduction you need to know what's happening spiritually and prepare yourself you shouldn't be shocked you shouldn't be surprised they will not tolerate you if you have an absolute way Jesus Christ and the absolute word of God the King James Bible They will not tolerate you, so they will persecute you. This has gone on from the beginning when God revealed himself through Jehovah mankind. So, there's one way, that means all the others, any other way, is the wrong way. Jesus said, enter ye into the straight gate. Few there be which find it, for broad is the way into destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Mm-hmm. So if they go the Broadway, notice what Broadway is. It's in New York City, by the way. Oh, and, and look what Wall Street is. Check that one out. Mystery babbling, probably disguised. But, you know, the whole world's based on the U.S. dollar. Just read... Revelation 17, 18, 19. But if you're religious, but you're tolerant, there's no persecution. If you join the ecumenical movement of the Antichrist and let all the different denominations in, and you're tolerant of different thoughts, traditions, cultures, religions, then there's no persecution. But if you believe that God chose Abraham, there's a covenant that if you bless Abraham, he'll bless you. You curse Abraham, he'll curse you. He used uh, Abraham to bring all the way down through the patriarchs and uh, the tribe of Judah, the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. They do not tolerate that. So... Which side are you on? Moses said, who's on the Lord's side? It's polarized. You can't be in the middle. Jesus said, you're either for me or you're against me. Now, here's the interesting thing. When you study confession, the word confess, you know what it means? God has open arms to accept you. He said, whosoever will may come. And drink the water of life. It's an open invitation of tolerance of all sinners who will come by the way. That's right. But we live in a day where they say they tolerate everything, but they don't tolerate the way. That's right. And so they'll say, you know, if you're a Buddhist, but you don't, you're not offended by it. Taoists, Shintos, pagans, Protestants, uh, Satanists, whatever. There's nothing. They accept it. There's no persecution. If you were a uh, Presbyterian, but you, you accept all others, New Age movement, whatever it is, they don't persecute you. But if you believe in Jesus Christ, they turn on you. Not only that, Jesus said, Think it not strange concerning the fire trial, which is to try you. He said, They will hate you, but they don't hate you. They hate me in you. Get your mindset right. So for them, freedom of speech is only for them. Because they don't tolerate Jesus Christ. They hate him. Why? They don't want to admit there's a God who's eternal, who's omnipotent, who made them, and they're going to die in answer to Him at the judgment. They don't want that. So they will become intolerant. So this is really interesting. Is it a paradox? They say they're tolerant, but they're not tolerant of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ is not tolerant of, unless you go the way but he says whosoever will may come with open arms so get ready it's gonna get worse the spirit of the Antichrist is to let everybody in except Christ you see it everywhere in the media the the sport world the political this is what's upon us get your mind right so let's look what happened just real briefly I'm gonna give you a few examples Right after Jesus Christ laid down His life willingly and allowed them to nail those rusty iron spikes in His hands and feet, He was buried for three days after He shed His blood and He rose victoriously from the grave. Peter and John, they go out preaching. The death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ in Acts 4. What happens? They said, don't preach Jesus. We don't want this. They were intolerant. And what do they say? We cannot help but speak the things which we've seen and heard. Right. We're going to keep doing it? Yeah. So what do they do? They threaten them, let them go. And remember, bully mafia politics lives off of manipulation and threats. Right. If you'll stand up to them, God will help you. Yeah. Right. If you run and cower, You're on your own. The righteous are bold as a lion. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. The apostles, during that time, uh, to convince the Jews, the signs to the Jews that Jesus was their Messiah, they healed miraculously. The Sadducees had them arrested, put in prison. God miraculously opens the prison doors with an angel and immediately they go out and they start teaching in the temple they caught them again threatened them what did they say we ought to obey God rather than man they beat them threatened them they said we're going to keep doing it they went out praising the Lord that they were worthy uh, to count uh, shame for his name Stephen comes along in Acts 7, tells the wicked religious people that Jesus was their Messiah and they cruelly put him to death according to the prophecies. You know what happened? They laid their coats at Saul's side so that they could throw the rocks better and they uh, crucified, I'm not crucified, stoned Stephen. And he said, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing in the right hand of God. The resurrection totally offended them. Why? They were intolerant of Jesus Christ. Saul persecutes the church, gets letters of legality to arrest believers and put them to the death. I think it's Acts 10, Herod kills James with the sword. This pleased the Jews. So what do they do? Please the intolerant ones. So now they take Peter you know what the story he escapes through prayer the church is praying they don't even believe God answered their prayer he shows up knocks on the door they can't even believe God answered their prayer Paul's at Derby and Lystra preaching the gospel he heals an impotent man the crowd says well this must be uh, Jupiter and they they call Barnabas that and Paul must be Mercurius and they immediately get so mad they don't get mad if you're a idolater. They don't get upset if you're a polytheist, many gods, one world, new age, right. let everybody in. Right. They get mad if you say Jesus Christ is the only way. Right. Yeah. So Paul, everywhere he went, people were offended by the cross. Even at Galatia, when he started the church, the religious Jews... Tried to stop the believers and to say, Look, Jesus is okay, but be circumcised too. Jesus isn't everything, He's not the all in all like you're preaching. So, nothing has changed. Even Peter was offended by the cross. When Jesus said, I'm going to go to the cross and die, uh, he said, not so Lord and Jesus said get thee behind me Satan for thou savest not the things of God but those that be of men so there's nothing new under the sun today the cross offends people not the religious cross that everybody wears not the cross of quote unquote Christendom but the true cross of the Lord Jesus Christ and the cross of suffering that he has demanded that every child of God take up and bear their own cross. The cross is embossed on the Bibles. Painted on the walls of churches. Cut out for shrines. Hangs from the ears of women. It's around a chain on their neck. Tattooed on the bodies of men. He uses paperweights. It's on the top of steeples. There's monuments all over the world. Everywhere you look, it seems like such a cherished object. But the reality is very few lives and hearts back up that for which it really stands. The one God sent his son the word became flesh dwelt among us we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth the word made incarnate the word was god and the word was was with god and the word became flesh. they don't like that you know i talk to people they don't mind if you say jesus was a good man and i've never said that but they think he was a good teacher they equate him to buddha they don't get mad about that. But when you say he's the only way, they get really upset. Right. They are intolerant. Only the true cross brings a changed life. Amen. Now, we know what Isaiah 53 says and talks about how badly he suffered and how badly he was afflicted. Why? For our sin. It's all about the wicked sin of men and their conscience is pricked, and they're under heavy conviction and they're trying to do anything they can to deny Christ. They make songs, Deny Your Maker. They want to fly to outer space to find life on another planet to prove there is no God, to justify their wickedness and their unbelief. So there's several reasons. I'll, I'll go over this just quickly. We're almost out of time. Number one, the cross condemns the world. Right. They hate the cross. They are under the condemnation of Almighty God. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. brings guilt, conviction, sin. It's humbling. They don't like that. Number two, the cross claims to be the only Means of salvation, and it is the only means of salvation. And the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that perish. But unto unto us that are saved, what is? It's the power of God into salvation. So, I'm just going over these very quickly. Number three, the cross calls men to a life of self denial. You have to deny yourself. You can't follow Jesus and be like the world and be accepted by the tolerant people who are intolerant of Jesus Christ. Calls us to a life of self-denial. They don't like that. Now, listen to this, Philippians 3:18. Their god is their belly. They are enemies of the cross of Christ. They worship their belly. I didn't say that. Sometimes I'm a little crude, but they love their guts, basically. That's all they live for. Whatever they want to put in their mouth to go in their that's all they care about. They reject the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus said, Blessed is he who is not offended in me. The greatest blessing comes upon every man, when Jesus doesn't offend you, that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And that he is intolerant of all other ways because he said, I'm the door. If any man climb over the wall, he's a thief and a robber. I will let them in and out to find pasture. He's the way. 1 Peter 2.8 talks about a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. So Jesus will either break you or grind you to powder. The choice is yours. So just real quick this is so amazing. Matthew 18:7, woe unto the world because of offenses. Romans 5:16 but the free gift of is of many, offenses unto justification. We offended God by breaking His Word, but through the finished work of Christ on Calvary, He gives us the free gift to receive us. But what happens? The world is totally offended by Him. So, it's polarizing. You're either going one way or the other. And it's the saddest statement, one of the greatest Questions Saddest Ever Asked, John 6, 61. Jesus said unto them, does this offend you? You know, my dad's good at that. And soul winning, he'll just go, can I ask you a personal question? (laughs) I know it's about to happen. Can I ask you a personal? And then he'll ask him something. It's personal. And then you will say, what are you mad at? I just asked you a question. Does this offend you? That you just were asked a simple question? Why are you so mad? Why was that so polarizing that you're so intolerant of the truth? When you believe, I'm supposed to accept anything and everybody. It's the biggest lie, sham, contradiction, political correct, antichrist spirit that has permeated the world we're supposed to be tolerant yeah, I don't care if your hair is purple you got a mohawk man can wear a dress it not matter Larry can push around a baby carriage with his two twinsies in there look at his razor stubble that's not offended, offensive but knock on somebody's door so I just have a question if you died right now would you go to heaven or hell? Man. <laughs> but some people they get really hot really quick why that's none of your business well it is because the Lord told me go and preach the gospel to every creature baptizing us I'm just doing what he told me to do take it up with him what's so offensive about him you know if you went out there and said uh, the beloved big fat Buddha sent me out there to just <laughs> I would like to no I'm serious And you said, he he just sent me to teach you a meditation technique so you could have more joy and peace in your heart. They wouldn't get mad at you. they think you're a weirdo. But they wouldn't get mad. They wouldn't. Or if you you went out there and said, uh, yes, I I represent the New World Order and uh, I'm trying to raise funds for this new bill in Congress so everybody gets a check for $10,000. Where do I sign? and they're already doing that by the way it's a religion but if you go out there and say man I have the best news in the world it's called the gospel it means good news well what's the good news you don't have to die and go to hell boy that's good news what do I have to do Jesus is the only way (laughs) oh man that, that makes them mad but wait a minute I thought you're tolerant You don't have to believe it, just why are you so mad? Why is it so polarizing? Why in your tolerance are you so intolerant? And why is Jesus in His intolerance, is He so tolerant that many offenses will be forgiven if you'll just come to Him? It's an amazing thing. We're seeing it before our very eyes. Get ready. It's your job, your place of employment, whatever politically. This is the new spirit. Intolerance. All right, let's pray. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. Just think about what we experienced tonight with the observance of the Lord's Supper.